we're starting in verse 37, but I think we have to kind of go back to verse 36 and just the whole pattern, the whole psalm um, of, of just God being gracious and, um, but then they rebel and they kind of are like spoiled children, as we mentioned last week or yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, I'm in Sunday mode. Um, they, verse 36, man, just kills me. They flattered him with their mouths and lied to him with their tongues. Um, and yet he was merciful in 37. And so, sorry, verse 37, their hearts were not loyal to him and they were not faithful to his covenant. So once again, this pattern. Um, but then in verse 38, this is, and this speaks so highly of God that, um, yet he was merciful. He forgave their sins and did not destroy them. And time after time, he restrained his anger and did not stir up his full wrath. So we see here that, that how God kind of holds his tongue or that God um, withholds his wrath, even in his anger. Cause I mean, the Israelites, they deserve it, man. They, I mean, how many times are they going to mess up? And I know like if you grew up at church, you've always heard of just how many times the Israelites are unfaithful, but I don't think I've read Psalm 78 and saw how much unfaithfulness and just the pattern of, God forgiving them and restraining them and they go back to their patterns. I mean, it's to me, it's like, I'm getting frustrated, <laughs> you know? Um, but in verse 38, he reminds them of, of the plagues and it just, just reminder of the patience of God. And as I was reading this list of plagues, you know, it kind of um, I, it took me through a thinking chain of like, what are the plagues? Well, they're natural disasters. They're, chaos it's disorder right locusts everywhere grasshoppers everywhere um you know the the nile rivers turned into blood and so it reminded me of like a, a machine malfunction right there's there's chaos and it's not working the way it's supposed to be it's not operating properly it's not doing what it's designed to do and that's kind of like what happens when when sin is involved in our, our world like our world is in chaos it's not operating according to God's design. It's not working how it's supposed to work. And if, if, if it doesn't work according how it works, of course there's going to be chaos and malfunction and disorder. And, um, and so God kind of demonstrates, he reminds the people of the plagues and um, the power of God through that and the exodus of God. And they still rebel again. I mean, this has got to be four or five times already in this one psalm uh, of this pattern. And so God kind of uh, lets, lets them be according to their sins and lets them be consumed with fire figuratively and, and let the, the swords kill his people collectively. Um, in verse 58, there's idolatry. They go back to their idolatry, meaning like they go back to their false gods after God relents and demonstrates himself. And so you think like enough is enough. And then once again, at the end of the Psalm, he has compassionate again to his people. And um, he builds a temple. Um, David guides them and he leads them skillfully with skillful hands. And um, for me, as Pastor Mike was saying, the 72 is really important because in order to lead David as a shepherd, um, it's great to have, and he does it. And he talks about the two things that are necessary. Uh, a heart of integrity. Um, I forgot what the ES, ESV said, a heart of integrity and skillful hands. Like you, you need both. Like you can't just have skillful hands and be a corrupt person. 
and you can't just have a good heart, but just not be able to, um, you know, lead with, with skill. And that's, that's, God gives that to us. He gives us skill. Um, he gives us gifts. Um, so yeah, that, those are my thoughts and reflections. Um, anybody want to piggyback off of that? Right. Sugar, anything? Overall, I think this is a really uh, good psalm to just kind of see our own patterns in our lives and us as a people, us as a nation. Um, just, uh, man, may we, we never, um, uh, yeah, may, may we not do copy that same pattern. Um, and I was also thinking about like, you know, just kind of, we, we get to see, because we're made in the image of God, we also get to see and feel his heart, you know, just glimpses of it, right? We're, and so we, we feel anger, we feel compassion, we feel um, joy, we feel jealousy, uh, we feel grief, just, just as God does. And so because we're made in his image, we get to feel glimpses of that, though not totally or fully to the extent that God can do that, and God does. But... um yeah, I mean, we get to see it in our relationships. And so it's, it's interesting how in community we're able to, to experience kind of God's, um, heart for, for us as we experience our heart for others. Um, you know, the more I think about it, the more brilliant the design is of how, um, God has called us to love him, uh, and God has called us to love one another and just how that ecosystem of loving God, loving people, that ecosystem works together. Um, to bring a fullness of life, the fullness of understanding, um, I think it's just brilliant more to think about it. So um, let's go to God in prayer and um, let's just begin to seek him. And, um, you know, it, it just moves me to, to once again come to repentance, ask for forgiveness for um, just our idols and our disobedience and our rebellion, uh, um, maybe not in action, but maybe in our hearts, our attitudes. Um, so let's ask the Lord con- to continue to uh, reveal to us what what is in our hearts, that you would continue to uh, help us to search our hearts and that he would search our hearts and just expose any offensive way in us because um, there are a lot of blind spots that, that I have, that we have, and we need someone, and may the Lord, the Holy Spirit, begin to be that reflection. Um, let's also begin to pray for uh, the coronavirus um, you know, I, I, I've been watching the news yesterday, and it's it seems like um, uh, the rates are going up. Uh, many countries are having second waves. Fauci is saying, you know, um, Dr. Fauci is saying, um, you know, we're we're, fo- we're following the same patterns, and so we're in risk of another wave. Um, just different pockets of stories of uh, on CNN. Uh, there was a group of friends, 16 of them. They went into a bar, came back. All 16 of them got infected with COVID-19. Um, it's just crazy. And so they want, wanted people to know that if they think this is not real, that, uh, um, yeah. And they were interviewed by Chris Cuomo, who, who had, well, had a severe bout himself. So, um, and then hearing stories now of, of churches uh, opening, uh, closing, uh, even up to five times opening and closing. Churches, so let's let's begin to pray for um, for for this virus and uh, for the health of our nation. Uh, let's not forget those who are sick and begin to, to pray for uh, for them 
And uh, yeah, let's just spend this time um, seeking God, being with God, and um, and just praying. Um, so Lord, we just um, we thank you, Father, for your word. We thank you, God, for the record that you have, Lord, of, of history. We thank you for um, allowing us to experience, Lord, your grace and your mercy. Lord, we thank you for revealing who you are, that though we deserve uh, death and, and fury and wrath, Lord, you sent Jesus to to eliminate all that, Lord, and help us not to be spoiled children like the Israelites were. God, help us to continue to be obedient, that we may be able to fulfill, God, um, the plans you have for us and the plans you have for your world and the plans that for, for humanity that you have, whom you loved and sacrificed for. So, Father, we just want to um, bless you today, God. We thank you, God, for uh, more of your mercy. Can we ask for more of your mercy, Lord? God, we ask for more of your mercy uh, today, God. So we seek your face. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So let's let's go to God in prayer, and I'll bring us back.